What's up? It's Harvey Harrington with Dream Chasers. We're back with another segment. Today we're talking about how Shaquille O'Neal spent a million dollars in one day. New Chanel, Mama and Gucci got out the hoop to get bent to hell. Carry the, carry the, life is a movie, yeah. We prevail, now we do the coupies, don't do the groupies, yeah. Got money for bail, don't act like you know me, knock off your coffee, yeah. Flooded the road, you would eat them. Hack like a Trinity Beamer, blowing the money like Freeman. I got a flex in the sleepers, they trying to do me like Caesar. You gotta watch for the creepers, I got that out of the season. Right before you get drafted, uh, you get a million dollars for an endorsement deal. And I spend it in one day. How'd you do it? Well, you know, when you're young, you don't have a lot of business savvy. There's two words you forget about, FICA and sales tax. So I thought I was getting $1 million straight up, but you forget about those things. So really I got about maybe like 600000 So I go and I go buy a $150,000 car. No negotiations. I don't know nothing about negotiations. Guy could have told me 200000 I would have bought it. So I go and I get a black Mercedes because that's what... So I always wanted black Mercedes and some nice wheels. Guy was like 150, write the check. And I come home, my father's like, that's nice, where's mine? I was like, you know what, you made me who I am, jump in. So we ride, told the guy, I want another one, same one I got. So they go 300,000 right there. So we get home and my mom was like, oh, that's nice. I don't want one that big, I want a little one. Because I know I got more money coming in. So I'm just like, I just want to take care of this stuff now. So I go get my mom one. There's 500000 right there. So now I got to get suits for the draft. I got to get jewelry. I got to get earrings. You know, I got to buy I got to buy the Alpine pull-out deck. So when I go to the club, I got it with me. I got to get the alarm that calls the beeper and the phone. So a couple of days later, I got a call from the bank, who, who was a family friend, the manager of the bank. And he called me and he said, uh, you know how to read bank statements? I was like, yeah, I, I learned it in school. So as I was reading it, I was 80000 in the hole, and I was looking, and I was real embarrassed. And he was like, I know you got more money coming in. I'm, I'm going to just put this to the side for you. Then he touched my hand and he said, son, I watch you play here at high school. You're bright. You're, you're a smart young man. I don't want you to be like all these other athletes. Like I, heard, like I always hear that term all my life. I don't want you to be like all these other athletes. So I said, you know what? I got to get a financial advisor. So I met with a, with a whole bunch of guys, and uh, you know, a lot of guys were coming in. And I can remember old-timers saying, if it's too good to be true, don't do it. So a lot of guys came in, yeah, uh, they say you're going to get $40 million on your first contract. You give me the $40 million, I can turn it into $200 million. By the time you're 23, I was like, I don't like this guy. Another guy said the same thing. And then I met one little small, beautiful Jewish man who says, I'm in the savings bonds. You know, we're going to put your money in. You know, we're going to start a subchapter S corporation from your family. So, you know, all the stuff that you're doing, you can write it off. I was like, you know what? Shalom. Barak Hashem. I'm going with you, sir. And uh, his name was Lester Nesbon. I've been with him. And, you know, he's like a father to me. Like, every now and then, you know, I'll get cute. Like, one time, uh, me and Tyson was in the uh, Rolls Royce dealership, and Tyson bought three. And, I wasn't going to buy three, but I wasn't going to let them outdo me, so I, I bought two. 600000 going down the drain. Hey, I had it, but Lester called me like, hey, got to stop this. So uh, He's been good to me. You know, it was the right 
the uh, right choice to make. Uh, uh, did you really, I mean, speaking of excess, which, you know, I think when you were younger and playing in the NBA, you had probably a, a little more fun w with that stuff. Did you really once have a fish tank in your Mercedes speakers? Yes, I did. Have your bodyguard replaced yes, with the I fish did. that died I daily? Did. Ever? I did. Because, you know, we always used to have competitions on the team. Or you could have the best car, best looking car, a lot of cars. So I was like, let me get a clear box with some fish in it. So we leave the house at 1030. We buy two goldfish. We put them in there. We jam it all the way to practice. By the time we get to practice, the fish are in the bowl again. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work as, as I would have liked it to. All right, hey, when you break down this clip, first of all, we love Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, a lot of people we love, period. But um, just how, how Shaquille O'Neal was, I mean, throughout his career, he is the most charismatic guy in the NBA. I mean, you can't replace him. Anything he did, he sold. First off, let me give homage to Lucille O'Neal. All right, without this lady, there's no Shaq. Hey, we did a podcast with her that you can listen to and check it right now. Um, I mean, she talks about all the funny stories on when Shaq was little, um, some of the things, what he was like growing up, and what his family life was. So you get to hear about Shaq outside of, you know what I mean, the, the cameras and the bright lights. Um, watching this clip, he talks about, you know, before he even got his first check, it was like an endorsement check for a million dollars, and how he went out and bought him a Mercedes-Benz, and then his dad said something about it, and obviously you know the story because you just heard it, but just understanding how to spend, how NBA guys spend their money, and I'm just going to break this down. Now, being a brother of an ex-NBA player, Al Harrington, I mean, for years and years and years, I've seen and partied with some of the best NBA players out there, um, many names, I mean, we're not going to go into that, but just understanding somewhat of what these guys' lives was really like. I mean, these guys were going out to clubs and they're spending a, a, a ungodly amount of money. <clears throat> these guys were buying homes and buying cars. I mean, one of, the, one of the biggest things I saw was, you know, if somebody bought, I remember, I remember when the Porsche Panamera came out and I remember Derrick Rose pulled up uh, in Florida and everybody was pulling, you know, everybody's coming to the gym and they saw his Porsche and all of a sudden it was like, you know, almost like that mentality that you're not gonna outdo me. A lot of times things like cars and jewelry, I mean, it's just a, it's a waste, it's a waste of money. Um, you know, it's just depreciating um, assets that you have. And I mean, I think that a lot of guys get into the NBA and they don't understand their money. They don't understand how everything works. I'm gonna put a breakdown on the screen on how um, on how the NBA contract works. So if if you're a player and you know maybe you're getting ready to go to college or you're sought after um, one of the top high school recruits, you'll you'll kind of understand how a, a little bit of a breakdown and more insight of how NBA contract um, how it works. Many NBA players come from a background of uh, maybe poverty or you know, maybe, maybe, you know, single parent households or households that does not have that much money. So they don't understand how to, um, how to make money work for them. So let's get into it. Let's take a look at Steph Curry's contract. Okay. One year he made $34,682,550. Okay. The escrow for that year is 10% is 3 million. Four hundred sixty-eight thousand two hundred fifty-five dollars. 
Federal taxes was $11,655,683. Then state, uh, city and state tax was $4,105,453. And then his agent walked away with a clean $954,597. Okay. If he has a 401k, they put that into it. Another 18 grand came out of that. Okay. Looking at the at the escrow from the prior year because you you put in NBA escrow, but then you receive some back at the end of the season, which a lot of people don't understand. He received back six hundred and five thousand six hundred and eighteen dollars, and then it was a shortfall, which he got back was a hundred and seventy-seven thousand uh seven hundred and twenty-five dollars, which he net um from he netted from $34,682,550 and he bought home $15,263,905. A lot of guys don't understand their contract. That's why they go broke. Then we take a look at the LeBron James. He he bought in $33,285,709. Escrow took uh, 3.3 million then he had 11.8 million come out for federal taxes, 2.1 million uh, for city and state taxes. And then his agent walked away with 940,000. Okay? Then um, 18,000 came out for his 401k. NBA escrow was $1.6 million. And then at the end of the day, from that 33 million, LeBron walks away with $16.7 million. That's crazy. But a lot of a lot of people just don't understand where their money goes. They feel like, oh well, I got the I got thirty three point two million dollars coming out this year. I can go and spend. I can do as I want. Now you have to take into account. Not only do you have these fancy cars, which are not bringing in money, is is pulling money out of your pocket. You have family. You have if you have an entourage, you have people around. That's money is coming out daily. And then you got to think about. Uh, if you if you bought your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother a home, stuff like that, not a, not a lot of times do do you are you make are you making money from that? Only money is coming is from your NBA contract. Now after they've made all these bills and you're on the tail end of your career, now all the money that you have spent continues to go out because nobody buys a house up front. Period. All right. Typically, like what Shaq did, nobody buys a car cash. Okay. They're going to pay regular payments and then they're going to kind of weather the storm because they think that they have that certain amount of money. Now, when it's time to retire, what happens to your money? That stack of money just goes down and down and down and down. Rightfully so. Shaquille O'Neal talks about how understood his money and how getting the proper people to uh, to intervene with him with his finances, getting a, a business manager to actually help him, to guide him on which direction he needs to go. Like I said, I saw this with my brother and you gotta be careful with that as well because everybody's a financial advisor. Hey, I can take care of your money. Well, a financial advisor is not gonna make you, not gonna let you make a phone call and say, hey, I wanna take out, you know, 150,000 and not advise. That's not a financial advisor. And there's a lot of people out there that are doing that. So you have to be aware of that. If you if your goal is to make it to the NBA, you have to have a plan on what you're going to do with your money because ultimately, living the dream of playing in the NBA is great. 
but you're trying to further your net worth and then you're trying to make sure that you're okay for the rest of your life and possibly the rest of your family's life. So it gotta make sense on what you're doing. I wanna thank you guys for watching today. Hey, go check out our YouTube page, Dream Chasers Basketball Indie. Um, we also have something on Facebook. We have um, you can you can join our Facebook page, which is the same thing, Dream Chasers Basketball Indie. Um, please like, share, subscribe, uh, hit that little bell. Make sure that you uh, that you continue to keep up with us because we're going to continue to put out amazing content on how to reach the level where you're trying to get to. If you have a, a kid that's that's pretty good in basketball and they think that he might have a shot at going to the NBA, they're going to want to watch this, period. Or if you have a kid that wants to make it to college or wants to, wants to make their varsity team, please tune in to what we're putting out because, like I said, you won't be disappointed. Thank you.